What a world you now listening to Talk of Brothers Podcast. Welcome to the Talk of Talk Talk of Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Allow me to reintroduce myself. So, talk of Brothers Podcast. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers Podcast with Smash and Goldie. Goldie and Smash, you guys doing your thing. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My brother. Goldie and Smash. Talk of Brothers. That's popping. We ain't worried about nothing. Y'all are now listening to Talk of Brothers. Podcast. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Godi. And this is Giovanni. I want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. Today we got been trying to chase these guys down, man. These guys have been growing. Um, they're not your normal hip-hop group, but I love their sound, man. I really want the world to know who they are. Um, the, the group is called Lavish. And we got who we got on the line today with us. We got Carl. I'm Jared. Jared. So they, these guys are from Des Moines, Iowa. You guys went to college together, right? Yes, sir. Um, University of Iowa, and uh, some of them, some of the guys went to Iowa State, but we don't have to talk about that. I'm uh, Iowa State myself. <laughs> so I, I hit a beef. I hit a beef. <laughs> Big Twelve, Pac-10, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> I understand that. So, so let me let me just jump right in this thing, man, because I'm excited, man. Um, I got caught on to you guys on. Layers. That was the first album I heard you guys on. First song I heard was Hippie Kids. You know, I keep bringing that song up. Um, looking at your guys' numbers was funny. I looked at you guys' numbers. You know how, how uh, Spotify puts the numbers out for the year, how much you listen to it. And you guys had, I can't remember what the numbers were. I saw it on, you posted it on Instagram. But probably with me playing that one song, I'm probably like a thousand spins for you guys for that one song, bro. That hippie kid is my joint, bro. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that, man. How has the actual, the rise from, you guys started in 2017 and it's 2019 and you guys have like rapidly grown. So I've been watching you guys for like a year now and you guys have been picking up a lot of steam. What do you think contributed to that? Uh, it's a real involved process. Like we're constantly trying to change the formula and like delve into what we're doing and how we can do it a little better. Yeah, we. So right now we are trying to do like a single every month. That's our that's our strategy right now. It's been working well for us. Ideally, we we like to say our, our sound's improving, man. Um, oh, it is. We we work on that. We shop that all the time and uh, just keep adding stuff and subtract shit if we got to. You know, so. Yeah. So, so how did the how did the band come about? How did you guys decide? You know, this is what we want to do. So, there there's a lot of story <laughs> behind it. If some other guys were here, they tell you a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, I uh, so I'm Carl. I'm from Chicago. Um, the guys they would mess around with some music in college and whatnot. Um, Brandon, one of the producers in the group, he's uh, he's not here, but um, he would be. Um, Actually, he'd have some of the guys over our house. He was my roommate. And um, I remember one day I was like, hey, you know, let me put some bass on this track or something like that. Right. Um, right. And Nick had rapped and this, this and that. I did that. And then I ended up singing on that track. And then just a snowball effect, man. We messed with stuff throughout college and we uh, ended up graduating. And it, it came to a point where it's like, you know, we got a chance to really take this seriously. Um, get some more guys involved like Jared and Lucas, who's also here. Uh, crazy producers and instrumentalists, but um, yeah, we were like, you know, let's let's go for this. This is what we love to do. Uh, it's a passion of ours, so we let's let's step in it. Let's do it. Yeah, it's okay. an awesome sound. Yeah, I have. I, I was um real curious at how you guys came up with the name. 
Yeah. Um. So the name. Okay. So the name is lavish. Uh, obviously, there's a dot in the middle. Um. And that's kind of a play on words. It's like lav-ish. You know, we're still we still like to say we're normal people. Um. By no means are we living lavish right now. So right. it's like lav-ish, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's yes. 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 Most mm-hmm. definitely. It's kind of word to play like um, one of my favorite show, Blackish. So exactly. I guess that's okay. I got it. So you, so you said you're from Chicago. Gio's from Chicago as well. Maybe y'all cross paths somewhere somehow. Maybe um, what? What part of town you from? Suburbs, actually. So I can't claim it. You know what it's like, uh, <laughs> Western <laughs> suburbs. Okay, okay, okay. I don't live. In, I don't live in Chicago anymore either. So I mm. stay in Peoria now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way south of me. Yeah. 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 So what 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 um put you guys there's so many different sounds out there, so many different genres and subgenres. What made you guys put, put actually pick this type of sound and, and for you guys to to say, all right, this is our sound. This this the, we're gonna run with. Yeah, man. Jared, you it's, wanna it's been an evolution. It's been like like we we don't necessarily wanna come in like imitating anybody, but we know who our influences are. So we kinda try and find the balance between you know getting some we like to put those live instruments in the guitar and the guitar as well as like 808 and the, the more conventional stuff you'll hear in a beat but you know we're i feel like we're constantly trying to like more of a search than like we have the sound it's kind yeah. of always a, i think it's, yeah, it's funny you mentioned you mentioned layers because that um that's kind of our process you know what i mean uh, we'll start with the we'll start with the beat that's produced, uh, we'll add guitar to it. Nim and I, Nim's other vocalist, um, will kind of start writing to it and then Jared lays guitar or Jared or I will give some bass down and it, it's just, again, that snowball effect I talked about. Um, so there's, Jared said it too, there's no, there's no direct sound we're aiming for, it's just kind of the melting pot and it, it comes together and that's what, that's what we get. Yeah, yeah. we kind of, we kind of more get our sound from the songs we don't release than the ones that we do. Like we, we kind of select it that way. Okay. Yeah, and I, I can hear like on on your most recent, most most recent joint, Misfortune. I can hear you guys developing that sound. It sounds it sounds like not saying that the previous sound didn't sound together, but you can see mm-hmm. you can hear it is more. I don't even know how you describe it, but it sounds so much better from, I can hear the evolution of how you guys are growing and growing as artists and as musicians. And it sounds, you can hear it. It sounds like you guys are, you know, I'm, I'm working on our craft. We definitely putting the work in. We're not just some fly by night dudes that's just trying to do this thing. Definitely always working in the studio. Our studio's downstairs and um, yeah, it's, it's nice to, to have uh, all the pieces in the in one room. It, right. it makes it easy now. So I read about like, Guess you did a couple of your albums in the in the basement in your basement. Mm-hmm. So what kind of setup you guys have? Because you definitely, obviously from from layers until now, you definitely could tell like you guys are mastering your your sound, your 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 voice, everything, everything from A to B. I mean from A to Z, it's just getting it keeps improving. So are you guys reinvesting in your equipment, or you guys still have the same equipment since day one? Oh yeah, we we spare no expense when it comes to the equipment. We we really believe in get what you put in when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, we uh we kind of like made our own like sound panels down there to try and help get a better mix room in there too. 
yeah we we still record in my basement room that's right but so that's the main so all your music you still recording in the same spot you started from yeah, 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 yeah. As of right now. Yeah. And all you guys stay together so nobody can say I can't show up, man. Get up out the bed, man. Come on, record. Yeah, or, <laughs> or, or get down the damn street. So get, get your ass to the house. Right. Thing, man. <laughs> so so what's the process, man? What's your process? Like I, you said that you guys are a little riff down or something first. And so the music comes first, then the vocals come after it? Typically, yeah. Uh-huh. The beat always comes first. It's, the, it's usually the drums. Yeah, we start there, and then we try and find something like, as far as just sonics that we want to follow over that. And then at that point, maybe 10% of those get to that point will end up getting developed lyrically and taken to the next level. Yeah, a lot of that is uh, really up to... So Nim and I do most of the writing. Brendan's written, really all the guys have written something. Um, being the vocalist, Nim and I uh, do most of the writing, and we, we right, right, and um, we just try to catch a vibe, man. That's that's what I've always said, man. I write to a vibe. Um, if if I'm it's, if I'm feeling a certain way one day, or this beat brings out X in me, and then that's what you're gonna hear. Right, right. So, do you guys try to stay? Is there there is there anything off limits? Like we're not gonna talk about this subject. We're not gonna talk about that subject. We're gonna try to stay in within a certain certain range of topics that we're gonna we're gonna sing about or, or i met this girl at the denny's last night and i have you know she inspired me to make this song or something like that we um so <laughs> if nim was here he'd probably tell you like yo let's stop writing about chicks or like let's stop writing about girls it's blah 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 um but it's again it's funny you mentioned hippie kids that was a song um i think nim started writing to that first and i kind of caught his vibe that's a song obviously about uh, just the grind and right. that's what you know came out to be um, we've sat down and tried to scheme up um, a theme we want kind of for our next album and uh, projects coming forward but it we always end up going back to how does this song make us feel what vibe are we feeling and that's what comes out uh, a lot of playful vibes are in there for sure but we do have some serious um, tones if you will right. um, some stuff coming forward Okay, so let's jump into. I know you guys have have this festival you guys got going on. Let's jump into that, man. Give me some ideas and let the people know um, about this. Cause I see when I speak of it, I see a big smile jump on you guys' face. It's something that you're really proud of. Let us yeah. let us know what what is the what is the festival all about? What's the name of the festival? Yeah, so it's called Des Moines Culture Con. It is in Des Moines. Um, it's held at Bel Air Ballroom this year. Um, our idea behind it was that we wanted more. Originally, we wanted more than just a hip hop show. Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to bring a lot of creatives together. Uh, Des Moines, Iowa is is a place that's expanding rapidly. Um, it's awesome to see. So it, it's it's a place where a lot of creatives, um, business owners, artists, musicians can come together and show off their craft more than anything. Um, and it, we have music going pretty much the entire night. Um, we'll have a fashion show this year. We got, um, man, food vendors out the wazoo, a bunch of different food vendors. Um, Red Bull is going to be involved this year. Oh, awesome. um, man, a bunch of different stuff. So we're, we're excited, man. So you guys are wearing multiple hats over there. Yes, sir. Got to keep the business in mind, of course. 
So you guys are totally independent. You guys are you guys want to remain independent or you guys are looking for a major? We uh we do want to remain independent. Um we obviously it's 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 best to own everything you possibly can. Uh, right. we know that we know that moving forward. Um we definitely want to see what we can where we can go with this being independent. Not to say that we're not like trying to work because there's talented people in every corner of the industry, obviously. I think it would be selling selling them short to just never work with them or write them off or say that we, we can do it ourselves. So mm -hmm. I think we definitely have a mentality where we want to cooperate with other people in the industry. Right. But uh, as far as like, yeah, as far as like the ownership goes, yeah, we want to stay independent. Want to own it all? That's the best thing, man. Stay independent as long as you can, man. Because at some point in time, it, it comes to be overwhelming. They start to water down. Want to try to water down your sound to fit into their industry mode. So that's a that's a good mm -hmm. thing. So you guys, what was the biggest show that you've got ever done so far? Yeah, man. Uh, back last October, uh, we opened for Lizzo actually. Okay. Um, that was I incredible, right? Yes, sir, man. That was uh, that was something crazy. Uh, there were one, probably one thousand five hundred people there, um, packed on the Pentacrest. So I don't know if you've ever been there or have seen it, but um, it looks like a, a large space, but that it was it was filled with people. Um, it was it was awesome, and then we got to see Lizzo do her thing. It was crazy. Is she as eccentric as she portrays, or is she's uh? She, very much so. man she she's all of it and then some she went viral on a video she did at that show playing the flute and dancing shaking her ass doing her thing man it's crazy right, right that's awesome man so you guys do you guys um have any tour dates coming up yeah uh no tour dates set right now our biggest uh priority is culture con coming up uh january 11th but um that's not to say we can't go do a show in omaha or minneapolis wherever it is um but our again our priority with as big as we want it to be is culture con okay okay so how does the relationship works with you guys because it's, it's five of you guys so mm -hmm. there is, I, I know listen me and geo is, is four of us so we have all the time we get into riffs and we love each other but we get to these riffs how do you guys you guys live with each other all the time and you hang out with each other all the time um when does, is there anything how do you guys handle that with each other man just give me space let me do my thing or how do you guys handle that yeah a lot of us have our own room in here or um their parents so again i'm the only one from chicago. out of town from chicago um they have parents here and they'll they'll go to their parents house i hate to speak for them they're right here but um i don't know man we do our best to just get rid of egos and all that like things are gonna come up um right. it's best, and we all know it's best to talk it out um say what you gotta say you know what i'm saying there's no beef in that sense there's no beef if there's a problem let's hash it out type right. of thing so there's no there's no alpha it's, male in the house everybody's i don't know um and, i mean we're all best friends so it's it's nothing like hey you got something to say what's up like right. let's hash it it ain't gonna get physical <laughs> but you know what i'm saying so let me ask you this question um so you guys have been in the digital age so i know you guys can't speak of how it was before albums being you know distribution going to record stores and those type of things but how has the internet impacted your business man um i said they spotify especially because they they are uh, a lot of things are algorithmic now which is mm -hmm. good and bad i guess you could say but 
we're riding the wave of uh, Discover Weekly, which is awesome. Um, most songs that we release now will hit a uh, Discover Weekly, um, and we'll see our numbers spike and this, this, and that. And it's cool to see, but um, obviously not not relying on that Discover Weekly. Um, but we definitely see our stream count, um, and streams are money, so that's we we can't complain about being on a Discover Weekly or getting on different playlists and everything. So it definitely makes it easier to get your music out, uh, spread your music across the country, honestly, across the world. We've been in different countries now with our music, which is crazy to even think about, but it uh, it helps a lot. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that distinctive number because I, I do the same thing and want to see where the pod is being listened at. And I was are like in 20 something countries and I seen yours, you guys are like 77 countries. It's like, uh, how does that make you guys feel like, whoa, we're really reaching out? It's crazy because I mean, us being in this house and being under this roof, I, I guess I'm speaking for myself right now. Like you, you get caught up in, in where you are and then mm-hmm. you get to see like physically, like see like, damn, 77 different countries. Right. How did it get there? What's going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's awesome yeah, to see, it's man. Nice. It's a blessing. Oh, yeah. yeah. What'd you say now? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm back. Um, I was going to ask, um, should have asked this a little earlier, but uh, you guys, do you guys all have certain roles or do you guys constantly switching roles as far as productions? And um, I know you did, you elaborated a little bit on who does the, the writing. It also said everybody has a little bit of part in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's really kind of, I see there's three things. There's the music production. Everyone's kind of found their role in that more or less. And uh, I mean, you got the freedom to move around. I mean, that's that's ultimately what's so great about being independent is we can just go to wherever, whatever we want to do at any point. Um, and then there's the video production side and everyone's kind of got a role they find in that area too. In addition to that, then you got the business side. So you got to have someone checking the emails, somebody monitoring the SoundCloud. Yeah. Right. So everybody's kind of got established roles. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Uh, I, I guess it's been working so far. You guys are doing, you guys are doing numbers. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm just amazed, man. Like I said, I, I've I found you guys in 2018, and it, to just watch you guys grow, it's amazing, man. I I know that you guys are putting in the work, man. So I'm like, man, I can't wait. And you try, you know, for me, I'm always searching and and looking for interviews. Are you guys like I don't hear you guys don't have features? Are you guys reaching out to anybody to try to to get them to come do music with you? Or are you just let it play out how it's going to play out kind of letting it play out um we have reached out to some local artists uh there's a guy Pico de psycho this guy fly life space uh uvt they're all from des moines um jared fish jared J fish um a lot of different guys uh we have talked about working with we have worked with and maybe not released some things or are still working on some things uh but uh, at the end of the day, we know we have our own product to take care of and to um, maintenance, if you would. Um, so, so we're always pushing our own music, and we're we're not we're n- features aren't out of reach. Features are not something that we don't want to do, if that makes sense. Um, but what what um, has been working for us is our own music. So right. we're riding that. Way. If it's not broke, don't fix it. I understand that. So, mm-hmm. so for me, Hippie Kid is my favorite joint. What is the what is that one song for you guys? No matter where you go, you play that song and it just tears the house down. 
Who would you think that's Pass it around. Pass it around. It's our most streamed song. It's crazy. I would say one more, personally, for me. Yeah, one more. It's a banger, man. It's crazy to do live. Um, And right now, we've done... I think my favorite to do right now is You Are. Um, It's it's very housey. I like You Are. And it's a groove, man. And it's cool to see people moving the way that they move to the song. Right. So it's a, it's a bunch of different vibes, man. So we're going we're gonna to get to this filing. What what has, what a lot of times you, like I was watching this show, the TI show, which is the flow, rhythm and flow, whatever it's called, rhyme and flow. Yeah. And you see these guys mess up on stage. So yeah. have you ever had a moment in a live show where you messed up and nobody never noticed that you messed up? Oh man, it happens, man. That's what happens. <laughs> uh, I think Nim and I be in the, the front and the faces and the lyricists of the group. Um, a lot of that falls on us. I mean, we when it's showtime or when it's leading up to showtime, we're rehearsing like crazy, so we don't mm. make a lot of mistakes, thankfully. Um, but when it happens, you roll with the punches, man. Yeah, I think the, a lot of that's the editing too. Like they tend to shine a spotlight on on that. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So if you just just it'll just happen and then be forgotten in the very next song right just add another play another four balls till you catch back up and get back into it right right <laughs> so what 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 are some of your influences who are some of your influences that that got you guys to to get to to get this sound that you guys have yeah um nim uh would I, nim is heavily influenced by 90s hip-hop uh particularly biggie hill throw eminem um we get a lot of tribe called quest uh, those type of vibes and whatnot especially from our album uh, with the dot in the middle um some rock or alternative vibes um the guys and even myself uh we're influenced by red hot chili peppers um who else jerry uh, for myself definitely the chili peppers on the on the guitar and uh led zeppelin too as i grew up on them so they're a big influence for me and it's you, you find a way to kind of slip that stuff in there and like and, and how it, it doesn't it, it took me a while coming in to figure out like kind of how to work that into the sounds like because i come from more of a rock and roll background mm-hmm. two years ago when i started lavish it was all about the hip-hop music so yeah. outcast i gotta say outcast too because we hear that all the time and it's we love outcast in this house so right okay okay who yeah, who would be your um, the track you guys would love to be on, or love to, for them to be on your track? In other words, Ooh. selfishly, I would say Chance the Rapper. That'd be crazy. What? But, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, oh, dude, and I, I gotta shout him out. We were even before he passed away. Mac Miller, man, we love Mac Miller. Um, before he even passed, we'd like, damn, if we can, if we can somehow work to a way to get. On the track with Mac, yes. that'd be incredible. I can, I, you know, rest in peace, Mac. I can definitely see Mac coming in the studio with you guys, with your sound, because mm-hmm. he, because he's a lot of times. If you listen to his music, a lot of his music is almost similar. Now that you say that, it's almost similar to what you guys do. So I think he'd ever been right in his pocket to jump yeah, on the track with you guys and, and actually fit in like like was like he was there all the time. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and Chance is a good one too. Your Chance is in office in Chicago, so yeah, that's and that's an easy get. Right, <laughs> uh, he's a huge influence on on my music and my writing. So that'd be yeah, that'd be crazy, man. Yeah. Okay. 
So if you could if you could change anything about the industry, like what are what are some of the the stumbling blocks that you guys are facing within the industry that you think if it was changed that we would be able to we would be able to scale even faster or we'd be able to, to build even faster? Mm. Yeah. Um, um if we struggle with anything, we have performed out of state. Uh, which is super dope. Uh, we performed in Chicago. We performed in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, we got some plugs in uh, Minneapolis. But um, if I don't, and it's all a part of the grind, and I understand that completely. Um, if if there was an easier way, I hate to even say that, but if there was an easier way to get on a tour or make that possible, and obviously with tours you gotta you gotta sell tickets. Right. Um, just man promotion with with tours and obviously your own music if that could be easier or a bigger platform to do that it'd be it'd be i think it'd be a wrap for a lot of a lot of different artists but us specifically that'd be that'd be huge do you guys book your own tours in your own venue or do you guys have a uh, agent for that we don't have an agent um but I mean, we're always looking for an agent. Um, shows. Trying to keep every dollar. We're not sharing anything. To be independent and live off that stuff. So, um, but we, we um, it'd be, it'd be yeah. awesome to get an agent. It, it would be awesome if there were, for the music industry, if you still had like those venues or those TV shows that just signified that you made it to a, like a certain point. Like back in the day, you had, only four channels on the TV. So if you made one of those night shows, that was it, you know? Yeah. But now it's, right, right. it's not the same anymore. Right. It's hard to say who's the authority on what anymore. So that's kind of a good and a bad thing, I suppose. Okay. So what's, so I know for me, man, I, I have so many things that I got going on the podcast. I, I, I have my, my bar service. I got different things that I'm doing. Um, do you guys find yourself, like, do you guys take, like, I'm going to, every day, at a certain point in time of the day, I'm not going to do anything but focus on this. Or I'm going to step away every day or a certain point in time of the day. I, I'm going to step away from all of it just to rejuvenate myself. What is the, what is your your thing to get you in the mood and get you out the mood away from it, from the madness? What do you guys like to do? Madden, 2K, something. What's up, man? <laughs> Xbox, yeah. Man. Yeah, man. That's, that's a big one. A lot of video games in the house, man. I'm a huge Madden guy, so I'm glad you said that. Um... It's like a 30 minutes here and there. Yeah. Break it up. Yeah. Really makes a big difference. I love to go to the gym and work out, man. Uh, and the guys know, like, look, you're not going to ask me to miss the gym today. I'm going to the damn gym. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. A lot of different stuff. So gym, video games, uh, they'll binge watch some shows a little bit, but it's always something being done in here. So that's cool. Right. Okay. That's good. That's good. And I also see you guys got your own merchandise li um, line. That's Yes, sir. Um, we got our website, labdotish.com. Uh, that's where you can find our merch. But yeah, a lot of different pieces t shirts, hats, sweatshirts. Um, coming out with some more stuff. We'll be coming out probably what spring. We'll drop a line or something. But yeah, yeah. A lot of different okay. stuff, man. Who came up with the logo? Because I'm feeling I'm feeling that crown you guys got on uh, yeah, as your logo. I wish she was here to tell you the story, but yeah. that, that was our other vocalist, man. The night that kind of everything was like, yo, we're going for this, he hand drew lavish in the crown. So the crown spells out lavish. Um, yeah, yeah, I noticed that. 
right, right, right. And he, he drew it on spot. He Nim is also our videographer. Um, being a vocalist in the group and the videographer is a crazy combination, but he makes it work well. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was that was Nim. So okay. what, what's the? I know you guys say you try to put out a song every month. Yeah, once yeah. a month. So. I'm more than sure you guys, like you hear these guys talk about, man, we went in the studio and we did a song in five minutes. That's not your guys' process, right? Sometimes it happens that way. Sometimes, most times not. Surprisingly, um, You Are was a song that was pretty much finished in like 24 hours. Writing-wise, that all everything was written in probably like 10 minutes, the whole song. Crazy, yeah. And it was just, it was a wrap. Uh, other songs take take days weeks honestly sometimes months man and we'll come back to songs so just leave it alone and pick it back up later mm -hmm. that makes sense that makes sense so and i noticed that you guys like i said you guys do a lot of um you may do a lot of live music um when do you guys is it just in the create in the creative process of when to do live and when to do um say to put electronic music into your into your um your production or is it just this where we are, this is how it's gonna be. I'd say kind of just again that that vibe I talked about earlier, man. Um I we are Nim and I are very biased on Jared's guitar ability. So if we can fit Jared's guitar, I love to treat Jared's guitar and his guitar playing as another voice. We can fit that on the track, we will get that on the track. So that's um, the sixth member, Jared's guitar. Yeah, if you want to say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to talk to you later and coin that, man. But uh, yeah, man, he he's crazy on guitar. I know he's sitting right next to me, but well, I'm uh, not gonna say that. He, he <laughs> I, I pray, I'll praise him going. for I'll praise him for days, man. And he's crazy live, so that um everything we make, we always have our live rendition of it in mind. Like, how can we do this? and have it sound the best live Not in well. the sense that we're limiting what we're gonna put on the track right. though, because it always, the sonics always come first. Like, mm -hmm. You gotta get that sound and then you deconstruct it. And I mean, sure, if we had 10 more stage performers, I mean, we could make something crazy out of it, but in a sense, it is kind of just where we're at. And we, we try and do, we try and make it as cool as we can with what we have. Mm -hmm. Okay. So on, on the website, there's a video on the website Mm -hmm. um give me the background why why did the video come out the way that it came out what was the the thought process behind that video but i want to get back to before you answer that so jared tell me more about this guitar because i want to i want to delve into that a little bit um do you like you said you come from a rock background right do you limit yourself on on those on those rock influences or are you just whatever the mood is i'm gonna let it rip and we're gonna see how it fits. It's the mood, yeah. I mean, it's that was the battle for me. Was trying to like leave behind all of these like preconception I'd have about the structure of a song or just like the place the guitar holds in a song and like the place the guitar holds in like a Led Zeppelin song is way different from a Dr. Dre beat. Right. But I'm not really trying to, you know, imitate. But to be able to like rein it in and bring it into kind of a more, I guess to say like secondary role to the vocals, but kind of complementary to it rather than just like this crazy overbearing lead guitar. Okay. So and they, they hold they hold Jared's guitar in high regards. 
So is there ever a song that you guys created and and it kind of you felt kind of slighted? Like, wait a minute, when did, when does Jerry Guitar get into this in this, into this mix? <laughs> usually it's the other way around. Usually it's them saying, "Oh man, you gotta just bust out like." I, but damn Ozzy, there Ozzy, every Ozzy track, style. I'm telling you, I'm, let's get some Jerry guitar on here. <laughs> and, and, and that, that does that vibe does that vibe of his of his of his um his guitar does that put you guys in a better mood or it's just it's just like something that you guys is like a, a comfort zone for you guys for the vocalists I should say. Kind of both, man. Um, Me and him will get in a groove, man. Like between his singing and and uh. Yeah, the melodies, like we, yeah, we so, get in a groove. Yeah, especially live, man. Um, some of our renditions of our songs, I'm, he'll he'll mimic kind of what I'm doing vocally, and we're, it's like, it's honestly, it's like his guitar's talking, man. Um, yeah. And we love we love that kind of vibe. And I, I like to make it so when you see us live, you don't, you get to see something a little different. So I'll be doing different stuff on guitar throughout the whole song than what you might hear on the track. Okay, so so jump back into the the video. What was the inspiration behind the video? Why did you guys take it to that? The way that you, the visuals of it, why did you go that direction? We'll have to be speaking for Nim. Yeah. Um, so that was, we were trying, so actually that was, we were trying to finish that video um, by the time we had the Lizzo performance, right? Mm -hmm. And um, it was for Honey. It was for Honey. Um, super... I don't know, airy, if you would, on the vocals. Um, and we kind of want to tell a story with the video. Um, I think we were able to do that. Um, and, and I mean, there were countless nights, um, especially Jared and them. Uh, Jared also does some work visually, which is dope. But um, they'll pull all-nighters and it's, it's kind of working with some of the footage that we had. Like, how could we make this, this, and that, that, and... It was a huge process, which was crazy. And we've learned um, kind of to even um, just boil it down to how could we do this more efficiently from right. that video. But uh, it did end up turning out. We were very happy the way the video it turned was a, out. It was a big experiment, really, mm -hmm. is what it was for me. I, Nim might explain it totally differently because he was the director of the thing. But for me, it was a very experimental process. See now you keep bringing up Nim. Now we we, we got to come back for part two to get Nim because I want to hear. I want to pick keep, Nim's brain too because he sounds like he's a mad scientist. He's, yeah, yeah he's <laughs> talking about videos. Do you guys got any upcoming videos in the works, or any more videos uh, coming out soon? Yeah, we got some stuff in the works. We're we're kind of looking at doing something a little different for visuals, um, rather than like a full length video that we're gonna experiment with. Mm -hmm. Without telling it too much, yeah. Um, yeah. Some, I think it's safe to say CGI uh, influences in there. Um, we did do some visuals, which was cool for Homer Simpson. Uh, it didn't turn out, I guess, um, not necessarily the way that we wanted. We got a lot of dope foot footage from it, so we'll use it kind of in different things. Um, but coming up, um, yeah, something, something bigger. I'll say that. Something okay. big. You guys trying to tell a story or get some influence from like uh, I guess trendy topics or, or what you guys watching that week uh, throughout the video mm -hmm. yeah yeah like like you like the process like you know you know some people um, like little Uzi Vert has like the anime theme for his videos yeah we just don't see that um how would you how would you describe really it really depends on the song I think like, yeah 
it's it's just different every time. Like the the video kind of spawns from the song. Right, like right, right. The, pro the process we're gonna go about for the video kind of comes from the way the song is. So mm -hmm. if this if the song really goes along the lines of a story, or you're really hearing like a character talk to you in the song, we might do more of like a story, like a video like that, as opposed to just one of just a bunch of cool looking shots. Mm -hmm. We definitely want to. We've talked about um, really getting down and sitting down and doing a video for UR. Uh, we think it's a, a big sound that a lot of people can relate to. So uh, just kind of blowing up and going crazy with that video. Okay. So, okay. so no matter what your songs are, you, you're treating them all like they're brand new. You're always going to try to repurpose them into because you know because it's music and, and it's new it's old for you but the person that's listening to it is brand new for them so do you go into yeah. it with that mindset of let's make sure that we don't forget about what's got what got us here and try to repurpose those songs and like you say you're going to put the visuals in it and repurpose it to where it's, it's fresh and new for the new listener that, that comes into the into your uh so i recognize that and discovering your music right 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 um i think that's the number one mistake artists make man like they like you hear your own song so many times even before it comes out that you're not gonna have that same enthusiasm like the first time you heard the beat and right. then you wrote the lyrics that enthusiasm you had like that's you gotta remember that's what someone else is gonna have the first time they hear it if that's a song that resonates with them so I mean yeah it's always something you gotta remind yourself like we gotta keep pushing this song to new audiences cause to them it's, it's still brand new it came out yesterday to them if they're just hearing about it Okay. Where where you guys get your biggest um, out of town? I'm pretty sure you guys are really big in Iowa. Out of town, where you guys are, we'll say the best fans. L.A. and Chicago. Yeah. Back and forth between back. L.A. and Chicago. Uh -huh. Okay. So, and where you guys perform in um, L.A.? We haven't performed in L.A. yet, um, but um, Spotify will give you just all the numbers of your biggest right. cities, right. if you would. Uh, the top two, on it, it's crazy. Top two and three are always Chicago, LA, New York. Okay, so mm -hmm. I, I'm here in Houston. Um, Geo's in Chicago, and a lot of my buddies that are in the music, um, their one of their frustrations is it's hard for me to capture my city as much as fast. It's easy for me to capture another city, and it seems like their music came back into the city and then it kind of exploded because Houston is, is really a big, um, it's like a test dummy market. Guys from New York will bring music down, LA, Chicago. And if yeah. it spins well in Houston, then it usually takes off. And do you guys feel that, that you guys on Des Moines, Iowa, do you guys get the great reception or is it more of uh, ho-hum and depending on what the mood is, what kind of venue it is, what kind of event it is, depending on you know how you how you're being received as as a group. Yeah, um, I mean, them being from um, Iowa and Des Moines, Iowa specifically, um, when we do have local shows, the shows are they're they're a lot of fun, um, and it seems to be received very well, um, even outside people or people that we don't necessarily know. Oh, we love the show, blah blah blah, this that. Um, so locally, we do get a lot of love, which is cool, man. Um, I think in terms of other artists, maybe it, it, it's crazy to say, like, people uh, are reluctant to listen to local 
music and local local talent and there's there's so much local talent anywhere you go man right. it, it's, it's crazy um so I, I i could definitely see i guess why um when when um people have more success in other cities if that makes sense right right mm-hmm. So you, so you guys, what how's about how has the radio has you, has you guys got the traditional radio play or has it just been more the streaming? Oh, uh, we have had radio play, which is cool. Um, there's a hip hop station, a throwback hip hop station on uh, 98.3 The Vibe. We've been on there a few times, um, and they they've spun our tracks, which is cool. Um, Iowa Public Radio keeps us in the loop, and uh, they'll they'll spin a lot of our a lot of different tracks um some of our covers we've done too they'll do that um so yeah in iowa for sure we do get radio play okay what felt okay. better radio play or, or just seeing your the scene that the streaming numbers just exploding that's i'd say the stream streams for sure <laughs> <laughs> just because that you get back to that that 77 countries thing it's like yeah you, that means you're, you're you're spreading man and you don't obviously you don't see where every single stream comes from but when you see the numbers like that it's it's all over okay uh, what's the on your shows what's one of the craziest things that ever happened to you guys on the show mm, on on the sh- like live performance yes mm. oh oh all right all right, all right. um so this was this was actually the the Lizzo show, and this is this is not we don't I'm not saying we lean any which way for this argument, but um, there was <laughs> you'll, I'll get to it you'll see um, I, I, it was like right before Honey uh, right before I started singing Honey and I was like grab your Mister grab your Misses, um, and someone in the crowd like rolled her eyes or something something crazy and. I was like, I didn't mean anything by that, like at all, at all. And I don't care how you sit on the, on the argument, on this being politically correct in this, this and that. All I said was, grab your mister, grab your missus, but it's a slower jam. And Nim saw her roll her eyes on stage, <laughs> stares at her, and he's just like, and all of her friends were like, oh, blah blah blah. That's pro- I don't, and just we didn't mean to embarrass her, right? But, Embarrassed her a little so, bit. So, all, through all these people, that one person, you just simultaneously, all you guys simultaneously made eye contact with this one young lady. I saw her. I saw it happen. Nim is Nim has a microphone and says something something on the microphone that kind of embarrassed her. And he didn't like mean anything bad by it. He kind of was just like having my back. Like he didn't mean anything by that. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't like a, a crazy huge deal. But all her friends were around, and they were like they were front row. <laughs> right. Was she offended? Was she offended what you said, or was she offended because she was probably single? I no, I think it was she was offended that maybe assumptions were being made. Us, yeah. The 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 did you assume my gender argument? And right. I'm hey, you can do what you want, do you? Blah blah blah. All I said was grab your mister, grab your missus. Didn't mean a damn thing by it, and right. she took it to that. So and that's Nim had. That's my homie. I, you know, I'm not gonna front on him for having my back. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and, that, and that's probably your normal routine when you're going into that song. And that just that one time it happened, or it's just yeah. Random. I mean, that's the only. That's yeah. That's the only time it's, I've said it before for that song, and that's the only time it happened. And I, Iowa City is a very liberal city. Uh-huh. I went to college there, um, 
I, I love the people there. Do not get me wrong. Um, but that particular instance, that's what happened. Yeah. So did you go out and give a T-shirt or did you or you just let it pass, let the moment pass and was like, ah, she'll get it over was, herself? Yeah, man, it was she, she'll get over it. I didn't mean anything by it. Hopefully she sees that. But if not, hey, I can't. I got a show to do. I'm Take looking at I'm Jared. I'm looking at your face. and You like, what's your take on the story? Jared? <laughs> I don't even remember this story at all. I mean, I, guess I, hadn't, I didn't notice the person, so. Mm -hmm. Man, I thought he was gonna talk about this falafel story. It was a whole different thing. There you go, let's hit, let's hit a falafel story. It's, it's not a crazy story, but uh, we got our tech rider and they had a huge budget for this uh, Iowa, Iowa University show opening for Lizzo. So we're like, man, we gotta just, go as crazy as we can with this tech rider like no limits so we said give us like 30 falafels and we, we ate them before the show man and it, yeah the fool man and it was we, we reaped the benefits let's say like, oh my <laughs> that was it that, sounds like that was the first time you guys got perks that was the first yeah. major perk yeah, yeah we <laughs> and, perks the and the first thing came to your mind was falafels <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, we felt heavy after that. I know you did. <laughs> you performed and worked it all. <laughs> hey, next time I ask for some like Louis the Thirteenth. Right, man. You got you got to shoot for the got to shoot for the stars and land on the moon. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So that that Lizzo show sound like it was crazy. It was, man. It was nuts, and it was, it was, it was hype. It was, and it was a half hour set. So that's. Nothing high production us. value, high production, craziest you know, speakers we had performed on. Um, it was, it was dope, light, sound all around, man. It was, it was awesome. So, it was it was just so that was the first time that you guys got to perform on such a stage? Did it, yeah. did the music sound different to you? Did it, did it, I know it amplified you guys emotionally to, to actually give a great performance, but yeah, did, did the production sound like damn, that that's us? We sound like that, we did that. Man, pre-show we we doing sound check, and I remember actually Hippie Kids, that 808 hit, and we yeah. were like, ah, "Dang!" <laughs> and a professor ended up coming out of his classroom saying, "What? Oh, went crazy, went crazy on the sound people. What the hell's going on? Blah blah blah. I got a class to teach this, this, that, and that, it was like, damn, that, we did that. What? So, yeah, that was nuts, man. Cool. Well, we, we're not going to take up much more of your time, man. So I, I definitely appreciate you guys coming on, man. I definitely want to reserve the right to get you guys back on because I want to hear the the mad scientist, Nim, um, pick his brain a little bit about like, what you guys going on. But one last question. I know you guys got a lot going on as far as being musicians, trying to put with a business hat. How frustrating is what would be what would be the advice for younger dudes or guys that's or guys or, or women, guys, or girls that's getting into the industry, what would be your advice that you'd want to give them to kind of ease the pangs? My dad used to always tell me, son, I always it took me eight steps and I'm trying to make I'm trying to let you do the same thing in four steps. So what would be the thing that you would tell them to make this process a little bit easier for them? I don't know if we can make it easier by by one one step or adding something. Um, the one thing I would say, uh, Jer and Jared and I, and I have talked about it specifically, uh, no plan B. Like there is no other option um, because naturally 
as a human, like you're gonna you're gonna fall for what is easiest. Right. You're gonna you're gonna fall back on that plan B. Don't have a plan B. If you're gonna go for something, I don't care. If it's being an engineer, I don't care. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Do your podcast. You want to be an artist? Be an artist. But but go for it and do that thing. Don't fall back on something else, or don't expect to have a plan B because you you will fall back on that. Yeah, I would, I would say to someone coming in, like you just got to learn how to use all the tools available to you. Like a lot of young people, millennials, Gen Z, they'll come in just assuming they know how the internet works and that they're an expert on mm -hmm. social media. But I mean, you do some reading and it turns out you really don't know shit about right. what there is to know. So you gotta, you gotta do your reading and you gotta, yeah, you gotta be really willing to learn. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, before we let you guys go, um, may we get your contact information again and your website again? Absolutely. Uh, our website is labdotish.com. Um, our Instagram handle is at labdotish, lab.ish. Uh, Twitter is the same thing, labdotish. Um, so just always keep that dot in the middle. Okay. So what we, what we usually do is when we have artists come on, we always like to play their song at the end of the, at the, end of the pod. So go ahead, take us away. What, what are we gonna hear? What, the, what are the listeners gonna hear? Um, a track we released in what was that June? Uh, this track is called "You Are." Okay. And what, what's the importance of that song? What, what, what made you guys create that, that that joint? Yeah, it was a vibe, man. Lucas, um, Lucas and Brandon specifically um, with the house influences on that one. You got some Jared guitar in there. You got all of our <laughs> Jared's guitar. <laughs> Got all our t-shirt, man. man. Hey, I want my cut, man. Make sure you put that in the in the store, hey, man. I, Jarvis guitar. Coming, man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man. That's probably uh, I get to sing a little bit on that. And Nim does his thing rapping, so you you get all the flavors on that one. Okay. And what's the name of it again? That is "You Are" by Lavish. You are by Lavish. So with that being said, much love, and we out. Thank you, brother. Good. Thank you. Thank you.
feel, I feel like I like you the way you are. Save the drama for the stage, fantasies for the page. No point in road rage, going the wrong way. Better hit the stick and fix your shit and switch it quick. I kick habits like a soccer assist and I pick apart the piece of time puzzle no more. The one that I don't need, it should have left it alone. Couple reasons for my caution, cause they're rubbing me wrong. Civil war on my dome, I don't know what's going on, but I keep the self the cross that was dealt. No need to bow my pride, silent but felt. Would love to see it, but seems to be you're never free. You love to see it, what seems to be a memory. No idea what happened, no light bulbs over over me. I called it, let me quote it, I wrote it, noted accordingly. You hungering and holding, avoided and holding on the things that pigeon lily waiting towards canes cut like color. Yeah, patience is killing me. My conscience, my memory. You take all my energy. Your soul is my enemy. Agree to your settlement and settle our differences. I feel you be lacking the way you might feel if you have been to stay too. Nighttime on my mind when you play rude. No sign in your man, no time for the faithful. Playful plans for your payroll. Red like it's maple. Offer it all, but it's all for the angles. Fuck with no labels. And I ain't worried who you're entertaining. You are. I feel, 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 I feel,